0: You are listening to the official Scythe Esports Podcast, featuring all of your not-your-everyday gaming discussions. Now here are your hosts. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Scythe Esports Podcast. So in this episode, we are going to be going over a bit of a recap from some previous events that we were attending, such as DreamHack, as well as also the HGC Open. And we are going to have a little bit of a discussion on violent video games, as well as a couple of events that occurred not too long ago that involve shooting, as well as a debate on if video games really do make people violent. So to kick things off, I am joined here
1: with... Uh, Toast, the uh, team captain of Scythe Esports and uh, owner.
0: And, of course, my co-host. <laughs> so, to start things off here, we actually just qualified for the Crucible. Uh, we beat out Scythe Storm Gaming in a pretty spectacular fashion. We beat them out 3-0, to zero, I believe, in the Grand Finals. <laughs> I was really, really impressed by our team's performance there, and I thought that it was really great. I remember right before we made it to the Grand Finals, we... Actually, I think we lost one or two games to SizeStorm and uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, like they did play pretty well. When we actually made it to the grand finals though, we completely just uh, wiped them out.
1: Yeah, it was actually 4-0. We only played 3 sets, but because we had, didn't drop a set in the upper bracket, we got a one game advantage going into the finals. So it was a 4-0 victory, but we only played 3 games, but yeah, it was uh it was dominated. They they tried to get cute on the last game there trying to do some Korean meta. Um, blinking over the wall and trying to take out one of the mana towers early uh, didn't end up really paying off because we ended up just rolling them uh, just had a better late game composition
0: now that was something that i witnessed early on in the uh, in the first three games i actually didn't see the fourth game but the first three games it just really seemed like we were rolling them and the uh the entire time it seemed like they were getting kind of frustrated so what you said <laughs> uh regarding the fourth game they just tried to do like a complete different tactic there. It just seemed like they were trying yeah, to kinda, cling on just, to something.
1: <laughs> yeah, just cheese a little bit. I mean, I don't blame them. They were probably tired. I mean, that was the only that was the only set that we had played um, that day. I think yeah, because they were playing. It was deciding between. Um, I can't remember who they played now. Um, apologies, but they had played and they had gone like for a super long set. So they, I'm sure that they were worn out. I think um, it by was the time that they Recorded had to come to answers, play. Maybe. Us. I'm not for sure, but not you know, like it. I said, they, yeah, they had a hard road to get there. So they had been playing all day, whereas we had only played that one match that evening. So while it was just late at night and everyone might have been tired, they would definitely weren't fatigued. Um, but, you know, having to play a bunch of different matches because they had been playing for quite a few hours. So while they had the advantage of being warmed up, they had also probably been worn down a little bit.
0: Totally, it was impressive of a performance by them, but definitely feeling yep. pretty good going into the Crucible. Uh, how do you feel yeah. about it?
1: Good. We're just going to choose who we're going to play. It'll either come down to Simplicity or no tomorrow. Um, It was decided today as uh, LFM was able to pull a victory, so they pulled themselves out of that uh, second-to-last-place spot. So, yeah, it's pretty much... At this point, I believe it's locked, no tomorrow, or Simplicity.
0: Interesting. Interesting. So, when could we see the Crucible being streamed again? I do know Um, it's I'll have to
1: double-check. It's next month. I'll have to double-check on the dates. Um, Check the HGC homepage for details, but... It's coming right
0: up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll be making it public on our social media account. Oh, so definitely. No need to uh, yeah. worry about that. <laughs> um, so DreamHack, DreamHack in Montreal. It uh, seemed like quite a bit happened there. Our Tiffany uh, in Brawlhalla, our uh, number one girl there, uh, she had a little bit of some difficulty there uh, in her competition, I heard. She did all right, uh, surprisingly. Uh, her place is not something that a lot of people can take away in those types of competitions. She definitely did pretty well, but um, there was a certain issue that I, that I was told about that occurred with her and uh it de- deeply affected her performance what exactly occurred there
1: well let me start off just by saying that uh our overall um performance was uh better than it was at austin so while she was playing with this condition she still played better than she had previously which was very surprising in itself so i'm very confident in us going into um, our next tournament at uh, Atlanta for BCX for the finals for the $100,000. But that being said, um, she had gotten a rash after after Friday. They so they had they'd played their 2 v twos matches, and she was complaining, yeah, my fingers are starting to hurt, and I checked it out. She had a couple sores um, on her fingers and on her hands. We had assumed it was an allergic reaction because it only uh, showed itself on the palms and on the back of her, her hands. Um, so we did the best we could to try to medicate with like Benadryl and some painkillers as well as some other medicated creams. Um, day two came around. It was extremely, extremely painful. She played through the pain. Uh, so managed to make top 12, um, which was amazing in itself again, cause just playing through the pain. Um, and yeah, it ended up being, I, I talked to her, um, after she had gotten home on Monday, uh, ended up being the chicken pox.
0: That was insane when you told me that, too. And when you get yeah, them as an adult, it's a lot worse, too.
1: Yeah, it's much, much worse. You know, it can be fatal um, if, if the condition is bad enough. Lucky that obviously that was not the case. But um, the, the good thing moving forward is she can't get it again. So that won't happen to us at BCX.
0: Exactly. So our StarCraft yeah. Two team, uh, I've... I, I saw the uh, the bracket for that, and yeah, it looked pretty pretty intense for us. Uh, still, pretty decent place. Uh, how did you feel about the team going into that and the teams that we uh, that we faced in that bracket? They were definitely pretty tough.
1: Yeah, so I mean, we didn't really expect much from some of our B teamers, although they did play uh, pretty well. Um, Daydream was able to take a, a game off uh, Pete Drogo, who's like one of the better players from France. Um and he almost won game two. Had he done that, he would have knocked him out of the group and then advanced to group stage two, which um I wouldn't have expected, and he almost got there, so I'm, I'm definitely very proud of him. Um that being said, um our star player for WCS Cham um did get knocked out in group stage two. Um hindsight, he would have been better off taking second place rather than first place out of his his first group, but that's the nature of the game. You just never know, you know, what your group is gonna be. There's no way to determine that. So um just had a tough group nothing nothing more i can say about it there's a lot of great people that went out in group stage two that are uh you know top performers so i can't say that I'm disappointed when you know he lo- he lost uh two really great players
0: i also seen that Teebs had a bit of a hard bracket nonetheless as well right going into hearthstone there
1: yeah she they they, they play off the of swiss format so she had a rough time still got top 16 um didn't wear any points but that's it's a solid finish um i was hoping for a little bit better playing you know with that home field advantage but uh that's just the nature of things again too so you just got to kind of roll with those punches she's not uh you know letting that affect her and we're just going to move forward
0: overall it seems like dream hackit it, 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 like we got somewhere with it we definitely did all right uh it yeah, seems we, like we could have done better definitely and obviously you know that's always true uh, nonetheless
1: right yeah unless you're winning the championship, so you could always do better that being said um i'm so proud of everyone would they put up good performances um everyone tried very very hard um, super, super, like I said, super proud of everyone, um, for the work that they put in and that, uh, you know, for what we were able to get out of that.
0: Yep. Definitely proud of everybody as well. So now that we have our recap done, we're going to go into a bit of a discussion here about some current events that happened in the news. Obviously everybody has heard about the, uh, the, uh, Florida Madden shooter who killed a bunch of people, uh, during a Madden football to- uh, game tournament. And we also heard about another incident that involved a shooting as though that it wasn't exactly the same type of event or type of uh, happening exactly. But it involved Dr. Disrespect, who was targeted and also had his house shot at. So the first discussion here regarding the Florida Man shooter... Uh There were some people that were blaming video games in general for the violent behavior, and to me that just seems very ludicrous at all uh totally ludicrous uh The whole thing here is that the kid uh the the guy that did this he specialized in playing a football game it really wasn 't you know like call of duty or some shooting game so for people to immediately jump to that that conclusion uh it's it 's really ridiculous. What what exactly makes you think that people jump to video games right away in this sense?
1: Well, I think it, I think realistically, it's really the only people that it, that I'm able to think like, oh, this is video games doing that are the people that are trying to push that agenda. You know, it's and which is very old. Like I feel like we haven't even heard that discussion since like the, like fuck early early two thousands. You know, when it was like moms against video games and like that kind of bullshit, and I've like Rockstar getting like GTA pulled from shelves over like the sex scene that they had in the game that was like a mini game that was like an easter egg. Like we really haven't had like much discussion around that. But then as soon as this happens of course, you know, the people want to pipe up about that again. Like oh, see we tried, we tried to tell you. You know what
0: it's really interesting here because I remember me um I remember back in the 90s uh the whole idea that like video games were evil and all this other like, ridiculous comments and stuff that people in the older generations were saying, uh, there seemed to be, like, a period, I would say, probably, like, in the late 2000s where it just kind of disappeared, and now all of a sudden you're seeing, like, a yeah. revival of it now with just people trying to find something to blame for all these mass shootings while ignoring a bigger problem here.
1: Yeah, I mean, anything people can do to push their own agenda, I mean, they're yeah. going to do it no matter what. So, I mean, that's just the nature of, of people.
0: Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with that. The other... The other ideal here is that a lot of people who play video games violent video games they they uh they're not violent at all and instead it really just kind of serves as an outlet for people to get rid of their stress and anger in a sense i know that my fiance she likes to play GTA Grand Theft Auto the predominant reason for that is just because you it's an open world game and you can basically do whatever you want you can you know kill pe- kill yeah. virtual people uh the thing is that she is the most nonviolent sweetest person you'll possibly ever meet. So, it's almost like a way for her to de-stress and kind of just get rid of that anger, get rid of that frustration that she's been having day to day in the form of a video game. So, if anything, video games really kind of help that cause. Uh, it actually counter uh, I think gets rid of the violence in a sense.
1: Yeah, I mean they I mean I'm not going to preach studies here, but you know, they've done tests over the years, you know, video games have helped people deal, you know, with emotional stress. They've helped, you know, with memory, um, you know, enhancements. I mean, they've, they've proven to be a positive force, and anyone that doubts that is just a naysayer and a flat earther.
0: <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is definitely gamification. Gamification is something that's really just a big market for anything today. One uh, industry, well, industry slash sort of like a subject matter is language learning, Mm-hmm. There has been countless games or games in development to help assist with language learning or even just language learning programs that are taking on forms of gamification. So the whole ideal between uh, behind memory and bettering people's memory, that is a big benefit to video games, especially by really just grabbing people's attention and pulling them in by having them do rep- tests that would normally be pretty repetitive and remedial. By having it in a fun way to help better their memory and better their understanding of certain materials and subject matters. Oh yeah,
1: no, I agree with that 100%. Like literally, growing up as a child in the 90s, um, like my parents got me like Pokemon Red for whenever it came out as a child, and I feel like that was one of the first things that really taught me how to read because it was so text-based that you know I was really pushing myself to make sure that I could read everything and understand everything. That too. No, I definitely, I definitely believe that like. Gaming is like a force of good, like for good.
0: Oh yeah, totally. Uh, also, I do agree with that too. Pokemon was one of the things that actually helped me to read and spell. Not just that, but also just yeah. various other RPGs. I really enhanced my vocabulary through playing those games because a lot of people, <laughs> like especially from the older generations, they say stuff like, "Okay, go read a book. Go read a book. Go read this. Go read that." Well, you know what? It, you know. You
1: know. You know. I think it's going back to your other you know, kind of you know why why the, you know the older generation is like video games are violent you know like mm. we're always scared of what we don't understand what we don't know new. exactly i mean i'm sure i mean think about it when they were kids it was like that for them and their parents for like rock and roll totally, elvis totally. elvis right you know elvis was the you know fucking <laughs> the marilyn manson of like the 50s right yeah he was uh he was <laughs> corrupting like corrupting guy. our children with his hips <laughs> with his and hips. His, like his yeah you know what i mean they yeah, were all scared like,
0: of his hips, like, oh, those hips are going to send you to hell. You got to yeah, watch dude. out for them. <laughs> so that's Don't what I'm saying.
1: So, I mean, like, it'll repeat. I'm sure we're going to be like that someday where, you know, not all of us, but I'm sure, you know, our generation one day will be like, these damn kids, you know. Like, I'm sure we'll get to that point some, at some point.
0: I think we will. The other thing, too, um, I'm almost like kind of 50-50 on it, too, because I feel with our generation's ability to learn and adapt to new technologies Pretty quickly, it's almost as if we could actually take on learning those uh new gadgets, those new trends that the younger generations will come out with. It, our generation just seems so different uh, in the sense of yeah. just open-mindedness.
1: I mean, we say that, but like things that like I'm hanky on like right now is like AI, shit like that. Like you know, like onboard computers, like being microchipped and stuff. Where like the younger generation would be like, yeah, that stuff's like really cool and like super helpful. And like I'm all like, nah, man, you've never seen the Matrix, like. I'm not ready for it. Like, I don't think, you know.
0: It's like, and I know then, where this leads to.
1: Even, like, Elon Musk is super afraid of, like, AI technology. It's like, once, like, you blow the cap off that, like, there's no putting it back in. Totally, you know, like totally. It does, it, It's never going to stop. So I'm still pretty... There's going to be some things where I'm just like, I don't know about this, man. The scary
0: part about that, too, with AI, not to go off on too much of a tangent here, but the technology around us, it's always growing. It's always getting better. And even our AI, um, even AI now it hasn't even been that developed yet and it's already growing at a rapidly changing pace it had like we already have like robots that could beat people in chess let alone do like uh like serving people so it's actually possible that these robots are gonna and ai will just start learning there was actually a case where a ai bot just uh, tw- I think it was actually developed by Twitter. It just became a very racist bot and just started yelling out obscenity. So you can actually I mean, actually that see- came
1: that came from people feeding it racist yeah. material, but like trolling. Yeah. But stuff. it can be it could be corrupted essentially.
0: Exactly, it could be corrupted, so. and not just that, but you could have like good AI, and you can eventually have evil AI too.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, with if, if their That's- only source material is you know humankind. I'm I'm not exactly confident
0: totally and it, when AI can actually assi- uh, see like our flaws our mistakes and you know a computer is completely different from a human being but in right. a way it actually has very similar characteristics for example like it needs to Uh, maintain some forms of homeostasis in order to actually function. And if you think about it, the insides of the computer is actually similar to, for example, like the human brain, like the hard drive, for example. Uh, like what you store on the hard drive can also be like your uh, certain things in your memory. It's actually a very complicated machine. Yet it, uh, you wouldn't think about it, but there's actually some similarities to human beings. Inside of the computer. Uh, so, if you actually relate that somehow to AI, uh, an AI bot could actually build a better human in a sense, or basically become like a much like a per, near nearly perfect being in a sense. Uh, well, I, I mean, possible. Th-
1: I mean, the things you can't forget though is like obviously like AI, like do not have emotion. So, there's things like that. Like, an AI does not understand like sarcasm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things about like a person that like an AI could never. Like copy. Yeah, that, you
0: know? that is also true as well. I, you know, like for example, if you were to uh, try to use like Google, and tra- now this isn't like the best example, but like Google Translator for example. There there's like very different translations that it will spit out at you. For example, if you try to type in something from English to Japanese, it might have the completely uh, different grammar from how normal Japanese people speak. And right. if you and then sometimes it's right sometimes it's right sometimes it's wrong but obviously like the language learning uh the language processor language processing which is also related to ai as well it can't basically uh create the the same the same sentence that normal japanese people use so it's uh, you know uh, it's it's far from perfect in that sense as well
1: yeah absolutely
0: all right but yeah that's basically how violent video games really go uh just it's there's just many cases proving that it just doesn't uh it just doesn't make people violent at all it's actually more of a helpful thing um so in the streaming world dr disrespect the uh, famous PUBG streamer he had a couple of uh shootings at his house i think it was two or something uh, like within one yeah
1: it was something like that like i don't and i don't follow you know the community that hard for things that we're not in obviously but like yeah, totally. Respects well enough known well enough and i did see it but yeah apparently from what i know it was like two separate incidences one was like the day prior to to the more serious one happening where they just like heard it like in the neighborhood and it was like you know at their house like toward, like shot shots were fired like towards their home mm-hmm. whereas the second time like shots were connected like broke like out of broke out a window i believe his wife was home but i believe that the daughter was not which is good oh yeah totally. i mean i mean you know not obviously the situation wasn't good but that silver lining right there, you know, like the daughter wasn't there to experience it. So
0: do you have a feeling that this could actually occur again?
1: Definitely. I mean, it's, it's like an issue with any type of personality, right? I mean, there's a reason why we don't know where celebrities live. Mm -hmm. Right. But the thing with this is like Tom Cruise is not live streaming, right? Every single day, and he's not leaving anything open. Like I'm sure. And like, I'm by, by no means an expert on this and I'm sure I'm going to sound, you know, dumb to a certain level here but i'm sure there's some way for us to track um people's locations through twitch like through some ip tracking software i'm sure it exists and i'm sure that's how they found out where he lived either that or just simply someone recognized him at a store when he's not in character fucking followed him home old school style and now he knows where he lives
0: Mm -hmm. so either
1: either way like it's it's yeah i mean it's a it's a thing you know and the you know and doing it like and he, after the after the shots were taken you know he comes back on camera you know out of character um and he addresses the stream like i got to go like someone shot at my house and he knows that they're watching right like that's what that's the whole purpose is to is to get a rise out of him or to get him to you know to acknowledge them right yeah, from
0: what i read he actually has had a history of being trolled by viewers some of them most of them were actually low stakes like uh emote abuse uh, naming themselves inappropriate things when they would go into the game with him uh like you know basically sure. just like just general like general
1: trolling i mean like that stuff's you know obviously like
0: auditory assault that was
1: another one as well yeah i mean that kind of stuff's dumb but like there's you know like that's not inherently dangerous yeah this is like the like yeah level. like it's an annoyance you know, oh yeah, totally. It's like you're you're being a nuisance, you know. But the moment you like take a shot at his house, like you 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 know, I don't even know what you classify that as. If the person was caused, I like attempted murder, could have killed someone. Is that like I don't know what you would classify that as. I'm not, I am by no means an expert, but obviously, not good.
0: Well, the other, uh, the other, uh, the other thing that you brought up before about you know why celebrities keep their houses, keep their living, uh, you know, like wherever they live, a, a big secret, like a deep secret. Well, it's almost just because, you know, you have people that maybe you had nothing, you know, you didn't do anything to, you never did uh, you know, a thing to, even like your decisions, whatever it might be, it, I mean, it never people, affected them. And they are just went. Yeah, they're just, you know? just they're just crazy. Like look at um uh John Lennon, I think. Uh yeah, John I think it was John Lennon that got shot. Uh, you know, he never did anything to that guy. And the guy just came up out of nowhere and just shot him. And I think like his reasoning or something was for it was just because he never wanted to see him like grow old or something like that. He just wanted
1: him like to like something psychotic, yeah. Yeah. Well, look at like like Post Malone's old house, right? Was recently like burgled, right? I think that's the I think that's correct term, burgled. If it's passed anyway, so so people were trying to rob Post Malone's house, right? And they were looking for him. Well, he didn't live there anymore, but the but they're and then they like had like I don't know they had, like assaulted like the new owners basically like but they were looking for Post Malone, like like trying to rob him, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe I believe and I'm not for sure if this is is been confirmed or not, but there's another YouTuber um by the name of Jake Paul who docks Post Malone's house like they showed the outside of the house mm-hmm. they they showed the address, you know I mean people people are crafty (laughs) let's leave it Mm -hmm. at that you know like they're able to figure out like locations based on like air traffic air traffic you know in the sky in a background you know behind a video like people can do crazy crazy things right Mm -hmm. so yeah so they like he like docks his post malone and then these people show up to try to rob him and i'm like i definitely believe it was that guy's fault that those people showed up definitely but like why did they do that because they could and because you know people are like some people are inherently bad
0: it's you know the worldwide audience on the on the internet you're going to meet a lot of people that are super crafty and psychotic at the same time <laughs> yeah and they just want to get out so, like, get after you you know
1: IRL supervillain you know
0: totally uh so you know the but good the thing biggest, though is Dr. Disrespect is all right he's you know back streaming uh PUBG I think he, yeah
1: I think the biggest takeaway from these types of things though is like we can't be scared of these types of people because a like Doctor Disrespect said, it, he's like, "You're a fucking pussy. Like you, you won't Yell face out me. You would never, <laughs> you'd never fucking, you know, like approach me in public because you're a pussy." Yeah, you know, scared. you're looking, you're looking for fucking attention, and that's, and that's why. Like I don't, I didn't even bother littering the Madden shooter's name because I'm not going to glorify this asshole.
0: Totally, you know, totally. like yeah. I'm not
1: going to let, I'm not going to let people like that scare me, and and scare our community away from doing what we love. Mm-hmm. And you know,
0: yeah, like in the respect, uh, in like in. You know, another related issue here uh, in, in regards to also how people find P- other people's IP addresses through Twitch, through t- t- Twitter. There's also been a large amount of swatting attempts, which is just, you know, ridiculous. It's really yeah. scaring people from streaming, which I think is just completely just Well, I think ab-
1: people are just ridiculous. getting better about, like, hiding that kind of stuff, like, not managing where they live. And people are like, it's like a safety thing, but it's for your your benefit, right? For if people don't know where you live. If they don't know, like, you know, if they don't know where you're at or anything like that, you know what I mean? So I think that's just in everyone's benefit to keep those things private.
0: Totally, totally. And it's just really important to take safety precautions, look into stuff, research them before you even start streaming. But um, definitely this is all, you know, a big learning experience. Definitely stuff that people need to think about before they even consider to stream and just to, I mean, if you're a small time
1: if you're a small time streamer I don't think you have anything to worry about it. But if you start growing like a serious audience, like just be aware of like you know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, for the future, Futures, you know? and, you know, future,
1: and 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 you're lucky, right? Like we're lucky that this is happening to someone that's not you. I mean, it's, we're you're lucky that the fact that it's not happening to you. I mean, it, like obviously, it's a shame that it happened so to Doctor Disrespect, right? But yeah, I I and I feel bad now because I sort of had that mentality like better him than me. But at the same time like that's how I feel like, yeah I'm not, and... like and because of like because of like because of him, I'm not gonna have to experience that that right and someone else who's coming up in this world like maybe you're a more popular streamer and that happened like well f- oh I'm definitely gonna keep things like on the private and like not you know well good you know maybe you learn something from from you know from this
0: it's almost like in a not not Absolutely. the best term, but he was almost like a guinea pig in a sense for this to happen to. So you could see the potential possi- the potential happenings when you actually go, uh, go unprotected on the internet or if yeah, it's, it's it makes it makes you, makes you makes you more
1: aware of like things you have to be worried about.
0: And also just you know if you did become that big like how he is, you have to just keep an eye out for you know the psychos that you might corner you uh, in like the grocery store. You know you just always be being aware of your surroundings in a sense. Yeah, definitely. The uh, other point here is that... So, you know, he's he's doing better. Dr. Disrespect's been doing better. He went back to streaming PUBG. And I actually read in a more uh, in a more recent article that he actually tried the new COD, uh, the Blackout Mode, mm-hmm. which is another Battle Royale game. And he actually said that it, to him, actually felt a lot more uh, affluent, a lot more fun than... PUBG. I mean, and of, I actually of, saw of a bit course. of a Blackout. It was interesting.
1: I mean, to me, that just makes sense. Like, anyone who thinks it wasn't going to, like, immediately become, like, the best version of what those games are trying to be is is not smart. <laughs> yeah. Because if they're a AAA developer, they've got the money to put behind it. It was only a matter of time before a AAA developer actually built. I mean, you could argue that, like, Fortnite, like, that Epic Games is a AAA developer, but, I mean, they're, a lot of their games have kind of been flops.
0: Oh, yeah. And,. To so, me it kind of seems like they just have like that one game that kind of put them on the map. Sort of well, like I mean, with, yeah, they have
1: they've had games in the prior, but I mean like what other game like right now without looking, what other games have has Epic Games made?
0: They made uh some other RTS game and to be honest with you, you're right. I don't know these named these games by name.
1: Well, that's uh, just but that's just the yeah, point I'm trying so to make, right? <laughs> like the the fact that it's like that's like their namesake, you know. So the moment a AAA developer stepped in was like, "Hey, we're going to do this better than you guys." can just because we have that availability, we've got the budget, you know, we've got the backing. Like all we have to do is implement this. Like we can do this easily. Totally. So, and they yeah, started with. I a, I, I, I big immediately series. see that taking over. I think the, the older generation is going to flock to that, and the younger generation, for the time being, is going to stay with stick with Fortnite. But at some point, I feel like it's even going to kill Fortnite.
0: Possibly, potentially, I do know the younger generation does also really like COD. It almost seems like they were. Almost trying to target two generations here, the older and also the younger at the same time. uh But it seems that Fortnite is the more popular.
1: Well, the thing is, if you're, if you're a parent, though, favorite. like you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, very much like you're, you know, having your kid play like a cartoony game like Fortnite is getting in your mind, I feel like is gonna be much easier to, you know, if you're a kid, right, try to convince your parents, like, hey, I wanna play this game. Like, okay, let me see it, honey. Okay, yeah, it's like cartoons, like they're shooting each other, but there's no blood. Like, that's fine. And then you go to Call of Duty. That's like realism. There's, you know, there's blood. There's violence. You know, it's more, more realistic. It's not cartoon based. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, you're you're kind of scared about that. You know.
0: Yeah, it's more about like the peace of mind in a sense. It's also just the, uh, you know, like the basically the game content. What type of blood is being shown? Uh, if also just if the you know like how how realistic the shooting feels. Because I saw the doctor disrespect in his in this article actually said that when he was running away when when like a mob was running after him or if somebody was you know shooting at him actually felt like the bullets like whizzing past him and actually felt like he was getting shot at and when Hmm. the the other part here was that he said that when he was actually shot and when he was actually down on the ground in the game he said that it actually was just more intense i guess the word is it actually felt like you were uh, he's like i played Cod before, and it kind of feels like you're just kind of like crawling on the ground, trying to like you know escape from uh, enemy fire. In Fortnite, it's kind of like the same thing, but obviously just more more cartoony, much more cartoony, and that's what the kids like, you know, basically. Yeah. And what parents, I guess, would be more comfortable with them playing. So it's also like a parental guidance thing too. I feel that could potentially change the uh, change the wave here with the uh, with the most popular audience, with the most dominant audience playing whichever game.
1: Yeah, and I agree. All right,
0: so that's pretty much it for our discussions. But for our little closing out comment, uh, we have BlizzCon coming up, and we yep. and I know that I believe you are planning on attending.
1: Yep, yep, I'll be there. So I'll be there. You know, hopefully Zest will make it out of the, uh, you know, the offline portion, and he'll be able to make it on the main stage, and he'll be able to, you know, represent Scythe on the on the big stage there at BlizzCon. I can't wait.
0: Yep, can't wait to see that too. All right, everybody, thank you for listening.
1: Thanks, guys.